You're listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author Sarah Box, where you get the inside scoop on the steps action takers and decision makers take to align their purpose to their principles and achieve their goals in business and life. And now, without further ado, please welcome your commanding coach with plenty of chutzpah and heart, Sarah Box. Hi there, everyone. This is Sarah, and I want to first of all start by saying thank you so much for downloading this episode of the No Labels, No Limits podcast, a podcast all about shedding limiting labels and beliefs so that we can lead fulfilling, meaningful, and purposeful lives. And I like to think of them as purposeful and purpose-filled lives. And personally, I appreciate you walking alongside me and my team on this journey of living without labels and limits, because the more of us who do that, I think the more positive change we can make in the world. I believe, without a doubt, that we can do so much more than we imagine. And when we get out of our way and we quit accepting limitations and just live full out, we can have an amazing impact on the world. Now, Typically on these episodes, I'm interviewing somebody. I'm talking to them about their experiences, how they overcame their challenges, um, those aha moments they had and when they woke up and went, whoa, I need to be doing something different. Or they got pushed into a situation or life circumstance where they had to actually claim a new direction. So lots of guests in the past have shared with us that process. And we'll be doing more of those interviews. But for this first month, I'm going to do a series of shorter podcasts and share with you what some of the foundational questions are that I use with clients, whether they're my consulting clients, coaching clients, um, whether I'm doing strategic planning or some other type of planning like succession planning or assessments. There are some basic questions that I walk people through and I'm going to go through those in a couple of these episodes, but I'm also going to teach some of the foundational aspects of planning so that you and your team can get going. Because right now, especially after this past year we've had, um, folks no longer wonder if things are going to change. We've been living in constant change. The truth is we have, we are always living with things that are changing. I think because it hasn't been so drastic and we haven't had the shutdowns and lockdowns and the deaths and everything that's gone with it. We've been able to make adjustments in such small measure that we might not even notice that we adapt. Um, but in this case, there's been no doubt that massive change has happened in the past nine months, going on 12 months. And some of those changes have been really good. I had a conversation with a client yesterday who said that she believes she has come out of some things that she never would have had had we not gone through the year we did. Um, recognizing that, in addition to that, that there were terrible losses. So I do believe that there are are many things that we can do if we plan for them, but there are a lot of changes that come our way that we need to plan so that we can be adaptable because we know that if you can adapt and change and accept what's going on, you're just in a better position to serve your community, your families, and your organizations. So with that, 
let me let me talk a little bit about what I want to cover today with you. You know, one of the things I think about, and this has been true in my life, that you know, when I've had a leader, and we'll say whether it's a boss or someone who leads in the community, when I've had a leader and they have lacked clear direction or they've lacked the confidence to share that with me, it's been really hard to follow them. And I really do believe that without clear direction for ourselves, we really can't lead others well. Having clear direction and leading also means you have to have some discipline. And the discipline is about getting clear about what you're doing, putting the habits and um, beliefs into place that let you become the leader you want, and then being able to communicate where you're going with others. And this is not, I'm not wanting to paint the picture that if you can do this, everybody says, I want to follow, but it does let you speak clearly. So the people who need to be with you, the right people can come alongside you. So let's, let's get into this a little bit. What I want to share with you today is talking about how to define success for yourself as a leader, whether you're a leader with a, an official leadership um, title, or whether you're a leader because others look to you. You don't get the CEO of the house leadership, but honestly, if you're running a household and that's on you, you're leading. So you want to think about what success means for you as a leader. We want to look at what you're doing as a leader. So we're going to anchor that with a review of how far you've already come. And then we're going to describe what it's going to be like for you leading in the future, because describing what leadership is today isn't going to get you into your future. So let's talk a little bit about that. You know, often we create our goals when we are in a different stage of life. Um, and I think about when, you know, you're in the beginning stage of work and you have a vision for what leadership looks like for you versus when you've maybe been in the field or doing what you're doing for 15 or 20 years. And now you have a different, you just have a different vision of what you want to experience as a leader, as a person. So we want to take time to ask, what do I want to be or do or experience as a leader? And then what is something I'm doing today? Um, that I really didn't even think was possible two or three years ago. So let's get clear. How do you define success for yourself as a leader? For me, part of leading was making sure that my team, and I'm speaking about when I was leading within an organization, that my team had the tools that they needed and that they felt really comfortable making decisions that they knew the boundaries of the decisions they could make. And they frankly knew that because we were on the same page, if they made a decision that didn't go well, they knew that I had their back, basically. That I would be the person who would say, yeah, that's what we decided to do together. And I asked them to be in the front or that was their role. So one of the things we wanna think about is how do you define success for yourself as a leader? If this is hard for you to imagine doing this, sometimes it's helpful to think about how would you describe the successful leader to someone else and then apply that to yourself. So maybe you can think about someone that you really admire as a leader and describe that, describe their behavior, describe how they show up, describe some of the things they do, how they spend their time, and then ask yourself, don't just accept that. 
but you want to ask yourself, does that really apply to me as well? And if it does, that's great. But if it doesn't, you want to scratch it because you don't want to create a future for yourself that isn't who you want to be. It's one of those um, questions about what am I creating? Because when I get there, I want to make sure that I don't want to paint myself into a corner and then want to leave. The caveat there is if you're trying to define that and you know that where you're going is to exit where you are, that's fine. But right now we want to describe who you see yourself being as a leader. And part of that will be looking at what do you want to do? So what kinds of activities do you yourself see? What kinds of activities do you see yourself doing? as a leader? Will you be meeting with people? Will you be creating art or content? What will you be doing as a leader? And then what do you want to experience? So some mod, um, levels of success are measured in financial, right? So do I want to be a leader that I'm experiencing great financial increase? Or do I measure my success in terms of hours? You know, is my metric of success how many hours I have to myself or to travel or whatever? But we want to think about that. How do you define success for yourself? So after you've done that, then you want to take a step back. And here is where you're going to look at thinking about what are you doing today as a leader that you did not ever expect you would be doing maybe two or three years ago. And one of the best um, examples of this was interviewing someone who I, one of the questions I asked her on the podcast was if you met yourself, she did a lot of networking. And I said, if you met yourself at a networking meeting, what would you be surprised that you are doing today? What would just shock that person that you were two or three years ago? because you're doing what you do today. And it was amazing because she goes, oh my God, two or three years ago, I didn't have the courage to be doing what I'm doing today. I really you know, made some changes and ended up in this place. So it's helpful to think about where you are today that you couldn't have imagined you'd be two or three years ago, maybe even a year ago, right? So how are you leading today in whatever capacity you lead? For me, I know one of the things I'm doing today that I did not ever think I would be doing is this. I didn't expect to be doing a podcast. I didn't expect to be hosting a podcast, running a membership group, and doing so much teaching. But here I am doing that. A few years ago, that was something that just didn't fit into my paradigm. The people I worked with and hung around with, that just wasn't something they did so they didn't see it being a value. So it wasn't until I changed my expectations, decided what I wanted to do, and then kind of started reaching out and finding people in a different area to help me along the way that I started making tiny gains. And I'll tell you, today I look back and I think, wow, that what was really scary to me then, not so scary now. Ask yourself what you're doing today that you did not expect would be possible just a year or two ago, maybe three. Then the third thing that I want you to think about is to ask yourself how you would describe your experiences. 
So this is a little bit different from describing the leader you want to become, but to really getting down and thinking about on a day-to-day basis to describe what an average day is like for you as the leader you want to be. Just imagine you're waking up. It's 6.30. So for some of you, that means you will have slept in. For others of you, you're thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing getting up this early? But imagine that you're just waking up, you stretch, you yawn, you feel good, you put your feet on the floor. What do you get to do now? And what is your best day look like? You don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but think about it like, who are you talking to? How much time are you spending doing that? Are you inside or outside? Do you get to be with new people or are you working with a close-knit team? But just think about what is the kind of work or experiences you want to have as a leader and don't limit yourself. Here's the trick with all of this. Try to think about answering the question of what will I be doing, but not how will I be doing it. The minute you hear yourself thinking about how can I do that, you've, you've gone off track. So bring yourself back. So just, just so we get clear on this, today we're only looking at you as a leader where you want to go, because before you start any planning process, you need to be really clear about what you're trying to create for yourself so you can bring other people along. So let me just go back to um, where we started today. We were talking about a leader without a clear direction and the confidence to share that direction will have trouble engaging others in their vision. So you might have the best idea whether it's about planning or something else, but if you are not clear about what you're trying to create for yourself and what that looks like, you'll have a hard time explaining it to someone else. And you're one of the people you need to explain it to. You want to be really clear about the experiences you want to have as a leader and you want to anchor it in where you are today versus where you were just even two or three years ago, and what surprises you about what you're able to do today. I hope that's helpful and gives you some things to think about. When we come back next week, we're going to talk about discovering and planning for the challenges and barriers that can come up and take you off course when you're making changes for yourself. So thanks again, and I look forward to sharing more with you next week. You've been listening to the No Labels, No Limits podcast with best-selling author, change agent, and strategic vision coach, Sarah Box. You can grab the show notes and find out how to work with Sarah at sarahbox.com forward slash no labels, no limits podcast. We'd love this podcast to reach as many people as possible. So please remember to rate, leave a five-star review and share the podcast with someone you think would get value from this conversation. Until next time, keep taking those daily action steps to align your purpose to your principles and achieve your goals in business and life.